We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dan Wiederer. You've got a guy with, with credentials. You've got a guy with some qualifications. And now there's just when done at its best provides a level of steadiness and stability that helps create and stimulate success. On-air contributor for 670 The Score. Listen, we're not going to accept the status quo. We are going to push for more. We are going to strive for more. Co-host of the Take the North podcast with our own David Haw. We're going to take the North and never give it back. Dan Wiederer with Mullane Haw on 670 The Score. Bear down. Let's go. <laughs> Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We should let you know all guests appear on The Score Hotline. Brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Dan, good morning. How you doing? Great. How are you guys? You know, we're, we're suffering through the, uh, the Tom Brady retirement <laughs> news. We just can't believe it. It must be yeah. wrong. Life doesn't yeah. ever take a turn like this, does it? I won't believe it until we get to opening day. Like, let, let's be honest. Even if he's not in a training camp at the start of uh, or at the end of July, I, I'm not going to believe it until there's there's actually a month worth of football played without Tom Brady slinging it around. I think the skepticism is appropriate. I, I, I share it. We're cynical because he has been down here before and changed his mind again. Is capable of doing that. But I think teams have to move on with the idea that they won't have him, Dan. And I think that's the bigger story because of – what we thought was going to happen maybe in San Francisco and how that might affect the way they structured their offseason and next move and how the other dominoes that will fall as a result of that. How do you see that unfolding uh, in terms of who they may turn to now or is this good news for Trey Lance? Well, remind me of the timeline of Tom Brady's flip from last year. Wasn't it like a year to the date last year when he retired? And then I don't know how long it, it took before he flipped back and decided he was going to play again. So Look, there's a long time here before teams have to fully buckle in on what they're going to do. Um, you know, we're, we're a long way from March 13th, is, which is when the free agency market opens. The draft is until the end of April. So um, we'll see which direction it goes. Obviously, the 49ers are a fascinating case study here because when you get hit by the injury bug the way they did 
uh, this season at the quarterback position. It, it was truly fascinating to see how much they actually achieved and how close they came to reaching football's biggest stage. And now you've got to figure out what direction you want to go. You've got a guy that showed promise dealing with a very serious elbow injury that requires surgery. And then you've got, uh, you know, a, a raw guy in Trey Lance that hasn't done enough to, to give you full confidence, but you got to figure out what you've gotten them. I don't know what they do out there, David, to be honest with you. It's uh, a weird pickle that they're in and, and one that uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are going to have to figure out. You know, and it's funny because I think when you think about Brady, that would be the perfect kind of stopgap guy. If you got young guys that you want to develop and you get, they need time because of injury, you got a player that would step in and buy you a year. And then you wouldn't have to worry about long-term, and it might be a nice thing for him to go back to the team he was sitting in the stands for. But I, I know, yeah. I guess it's not going to happen. His uh, his little childhood dream won't come through, uh, true. And it makes you wonder, did he reach out to them does he know that that wasn't going to happen? Did he was he just done, and did he know he was done? Did Fox call him and say, "Hey, get in the booth or get out"? Oh, you mean the network, not John Fox, trying to call him and uh, recruit him to wherever he is now, right? <laughs> it's all a problem. Hey, Tommy, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. What are you doing? Um, you know, like one of the most fascinating parts of this conversation is that we're still having it. You know, Tom Brady is my age, and I just turned forty-six last month and like the idea that we're here like on the back end of the 40s and still talking about this guy potentially playing at a starters level not to mention a, a, a Super Bowl level it's, it's mystifying you know it really is I think we've become sort of numb to how extraordinary and spectacular this run of longevity has been um, it's time right like I think we saw down the stretch of right. the season that it was it was just time um, but you can still talk yourself into the fact that it's not time, whether you're Tom Brady or someone who wants to unite with Tom Brady, because the excellence and the brilliance has been so sustained for so long that you know that it's still in there somewhere. It was February 1st, 2022, and it was February okay. 1st, 2023. So this is February Fool's Day for Tom Brady <laughs> to make his retirement <laughs> announcement. It lasted 40 days last year, Dan, okay. in the offseason. Okay. So we'll see how long it lasts. Maybe it is permanent. Let's look at how this affects maybe what the 49ers do. As you pointed out, you don't know. But the other quarterbacks out there, the other teams that need quarterbacks are going to move on. Tennessee was mentioned by Dave Wanstatt yesterday on our show as somebody who might be in the Brady market. We're going to talk to Wani at 845 here. Maybe he'll have some more insight and reaction. But do you see Aaron Rodgers now being the guy that some of these teams, whether it's the Jets, the Titans, or the 49ers, now pivot to, or Derek Carr, and could that eventually affect who needs a quarterback and who's willing to deal with the Bears? Yeah, I mean, for, for, for those who are into soap operas in the winter, you've got All My Children, you've got General Hospital, and you've got Aaron Rodgers and the Pat McAfee Show. So whatever one you want to tune into, you're going to have plenty of, plenty of drama and things to talk about. You know, you see some of the comments um, that are kind of leaking out through anonymous sources in Green Bay, and then you see Aaron reacting to them and, and wondering whether his time there is done and whether he's had enough say and whether his time is done. And you just know that that's going to drag out for a little while here, and we're just going to have to keep our fingers on the pulse of, of what's happening there. You know, with another legend inside the division that, that obviously shapes the, 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 the future of what the NFC North is going to look like. Look, we know every year that the quarterback market in the offseason seems to get hotter and hotter and it's always going to be a, a situation where teams are trying to find that guy, whether they're reaching and grasping or whether they've truly identified a guy that they believe can fit in their program and lead them to the next level. So the Bears are in a position of strength, no doubt, at the top of that draft board, trying to leverage all these teams off of one another and convince them all that the, the other teams have called them with better offers 
and you better up your ante or otherwise, you know, <laughs> this pick might be going to one of your division rivals if you're going to try to play, uh, you know, the AFC South off, off each other, <laughs> right? Like there's, there's quarterback needs in that division and, and, and you can leverage that to your advantage. I'm just going to be fascinated when, when, when a deal finally does get done or doesn't get done to see what they get back because this is an opportunity here now to, to, to add a bunch of picks for uh, a rebuilding process that has a ton of uh, boxes on the checklist for, for this offseason. As if we don't have enough breaking news this morning with Tom Brady, there is more breaking news this morning. The Kansas City Chiefs have announced they're wearing white. 36, okay. of, the 56, 36 of the 56 Super Bowl winners have worn white. And the Chiefs will stick with white, which means the Eagles are in the what they call midnight green uniform. I like that. I, I'm good with that. This is this will be a, a fun Super Bowl in Glendale. You know, one of the things that I've been thinking about this week is is we, we know how innovative that Andy Reid likes to be, how creative he likes to be. Does he come up with some variation of the Philly special down there to uh, to throw at his former team when, when they have an opportunity to throw it? Yeah, especially well, with Matt Nagy there to, to whisper, yeah. whisper the, to devise the strategy to come up with the Philly special. Yeah, you could see Matt Nagy being the brains behind this entire operation. Yeah. I think the <laughs> yeah. Philly special for Andy has something to do with barbecue. <laughs> well, Andy likes his uh, his uh, you know night before game cheeseburgers, and so I'm sure there's going to be plenty of those. Uh, on, the, on the table there uh, at whatever hotel they're staying at in Arizona in a couple of weeks. Well, Dan, speaking of offensive geniuses, uh, Luke Getze is down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, and I say that facetiously, but Luke Getze is a highly respected offensive coordinator for the Bears. He's getting some head coaching experience this week, and we asked a question during the pick six, want to know how you would weigh in here. If you look at his future, will the Bears make the playoffs – before Luke Getze becomes an NFL head coach, which would happen first? And does one have to happen for the other to occur? I mean, obviously, if they get themselves into the playoffs with the quarterback that they currently have, you think that Luke's name would certainly be hot on the list of, of attractive candidates, because that means that Justin has taken the step in his development to become a playoff caliber quarterback and, and continuing to show that, that stair-step growth that they talk about all the time inside a house hall. I would think that you would want to have some level of tangible success like that with the Bears offense for, for uh, another team to say, hey, yeah, we want to make you our head guy and the guy that's going to be the, the face and voice and uh, brains of everything we do. But, like, let's, let's be honest. Like, who knows what happens this next season? If the Bears are, a, a, you know, a, a 7-10 and 10 or an 8-9 and nine team that exceeds expectations and the offense actually looks like a, you know, 2023 passing offense and Justin has shown – uh, that breakthrough, right, and and that growth, and then you don't necessarily need to get in the playoffs to to have your resume floated around and and your credentials touted. Um, I think Luke Getzey is going to be coaching uh, a team in this league before too long. Um, I'm not ready to say that it will be in 2024 yet, but you, you've seen a lot in his growth as a coach, and and certainly in this last year, that give you belief that he's going to be very attractive very soon. And so I know that even from the day they hired him, the, the folks at, inside that building in Lake Forest have, have had, uh, you know, a drawer full of contingency plans and plan Bs and, and, and things to make sure that they don't stunt the development of their quarterback just because the, the mastermind of their offense moves on. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's interesting that um, supposedly the Bears have offered a job to Chris Harris and uh, that job would be as a, a – you know, secondary coach, but also a coordinator of the passing game defense. So it's a little bit more 
he's apparently thinking it through and hasn't made a decision yet, which, which makes you wonder why. Like, what, what, what is it? Is it a money issue? Did he not get the bumpy thought? Why would you, why would you hesitate and wait? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question, and, and fit is always something that you have to weigh. Uh, in this league and figure out, obviously, Chris has been here in, in multiple stints, one one as a player and, and obviously, again, as a uh, assistant coach. Um, and so you have to figure out w- what makes sense for you. I don't know. It's been really quiet on the coaching front for the Bears. You know, they, they said, hey, we're, we'll, we'll let you know <laughs> up the road on whether there's going to be any significant changes to our staff. And we haven't heard anything. We're a month removed now from, from their season ending. Um, and so it'll be interesting to kind of see how that that shakes out and, and whether there's some some new uh, new voice in that defensive room. Maybe they're consulting with Bill Polian on the next move down in. <laughs> yeah, he's down uh, there with yeah. them. Yeah. I Did saw you see that, that photo with uh, Ryan Poles and Flusi and Bill Polian with the reunion? Dan, down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, obviously last year they were able to look at that the, the, the players who had the good weeks there, Braxton Jones, Valus Jones, I think Dominic Robinson are three examples of guys. Jatari uh, Carter. That, there were four total. There were four total. Any sense of how my, uh, who might be a diamond in the rough this year? Any sense of the priority list if you are the Bears staff evaluating prospects at the Senior Bowl? Well, first of all, give credit to where credit's due on that photo. That's, uh, that's Larry Mayer from the Chicago Bears is one of the best team photographers you're going to find out there with his cell phone <laughs> running around that field. So let's make sure Larry gets the credit for, for capturing uh, Bill Polian with the brain trust of the Bears that he helped put together a year ago. Uh, D- David, looked like I think that this is a, a process here that's going to lead up into April. And I think one of the challenges when you are in a position that, that Ryan Poles is in is to make sure that you trust your scouts, right? And that you all the work that's been done up to now has to be very, very sturdy. And you have to make sure that, that you don't sort of talk yourself into things in late January and early February and March and April leading up to the draft when you've had several years of, of, of scouting these guys of watching the video of, of knowing who they are as players. And this is just a supplemental process. So we'll see what they get out of a week like this. I mean, look, like draft prospects come uh, in all shapes and sizes. They come from all different all-star games and, <laughs> and non-all-star games and, and combine days and whatever else is there. I think for me, seeing what I've seen from the Chicago Bears this past year, the year before that, and, and what you see from these playoff teams, I would focus hard on getting to July and August with an offensive line group, eight or nine guys that you feel really confident in. You remember we got to training camp last year, and it was, oh, boy, we you know hope sooner rather than later we can get this thing solidified. Oh, by the way, we just grabbed Riley Reef and Michael Schofield off the street the day before training camp started because we need – body so you can't be in that position if you're going to take the steps forward that they need to do so I hope that two offensive linemen Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham are spending a lot of time zeroing in on that position group so that they can get to uh you know the offseason feeling really 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 good about what they can do in front of Justin you know we talked uh, yesterday about the increase in the salary cap and an eight percent jump for the entire league and where the Bears are at with that we know they have more money than anyone else but but you got to wonder is this a good turn of events for the Bears or a bad one? In other, in other words, if the camp is jumping up, does that mean other teams are less likely to get guys, let guys get into free agency? Uh, are, they, are they now more armed to prevent that from happening? Will there be more teams that, that kind of decide to go after one player and if the Bears want to break the bank to, to be the guy that gets that player, they're going to have to pay more than – 
initially thought. Is is there any negative combined with this idea that the cap has gone up 8%? I, I wouldn't call it a negative, but I would keep this part of the conversation alive for the next six weeks. I think you bring up a really good point here, Molly, where there's a lot of names that are on a, on a wish list that may never get to that negotiating period that begins on March 13th because their team either can franchise tag them or, you know, resign them to an extension that, that doesn't allow them to get through those doors into that market. And, you know, so Ryan Poles has been very, very um, consistent and emphatic in talking about the discipline he needs to have here. Just because you have, look, the bears are still going to have far more salary cap space than anyone else in the league going into the, the open market. But the, the, the trick there is making sure you don't allow that to get you sort of creative license that you don't deserve. You know, you have to stay disciplined to what a player's value is in your world and not say, we've got the money, so let's spend it. And Ryan's talked about that, about that, that need for discipline and, and not seeing 2023 as the be-all, end-all of his roster acquisition process. And so that, that's when, when he talks about trying to build this the right way, when he talks about trying to build something that, that where achievement can be sustained – Part of that is being very, very measured and disciplined with how you approach an offseason like this where you don't allow freedom to become recklessness, you know. And so, so that's what they're going to have to juggle. And I think you bring up some really, really good points in that discussion that we're going to have to, to, to remind the audience of as we get closer to the market because um, I think there's a perception that it's just going to be a dump all your cash on the table, go get every single need you uh, have filled and then move on with it as a championship-caliber team. And I think Ryan has a little bit different way of looking at things, as he should. So the Texans drafting second had a big day on Tuesday. They hired D'Amico Ryans and give him a six-year contract. Finally, an organization that has been embarrassingly bad and really disgraceful the last two seasons do the right thing and give this young assistant coach an opportunity. He's a Bama guy. I don't know if you can connect the dots, Dan, but Bryce Young would seem to be the guy that you could envision them being fixated on. It makes a lot of sense. How much does that affect, you think, their motivation level to move up with the Bears? How much should we look at that as, well, the Texans now make sense as the odds-on favorite for the team to make a deal with the Bears? Well, it depends on what everyone else is offering. You know, if, if, if Chris Ballard in Indianapolis feels like Bryce Young is, is – uh, you know, his last chance, you know, to, to turn that team into a, a consistent championship contender, he may want to offer more. And so that, that's why I say that, that, that if you can play division teams off of one another and just continually push that price up, you've got an opportunity to, to, to really, really capitalize on what was, a, uh, I know for the three of us, a dispiriting 14 loss season, <laughs> you know, that, 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 that gave you this consolation prize that you now have to do something with. And so um, I don't know if the Alabama connections mean anything to me as much as just the, the sheer fact that Bryce Young is a really, really talented playmaking quarterback that if you can get past the size questions, and those are big questions to get past. I mean, he is, he is a little dude uh, and doesn't have a lot of meat on that frame. And I, I speak as someone who doesn't have a lot of meat on that frame. Uh, that, that's a, a, a dangerous proposition. But if you love the kid and you think that he's your forever quarterback, then you move heaven and earth to, to, to make that happen. And there's going to be multiple teams trying to do that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that's a good point to keep in mind as well. You know, this idea that while you're, uh, while you're convinced that you're going to be able to trade down and get a ton for that pick, and I, I hope that's the case, there is also a reality where you might have to take a player at that pick, where you won't get the kind of uh, a bounty that you're looking for. I mean, I hope it works out that they do, but, you know, there is also a possibility that you could be 
sitting there choosing between different players and trying to figure out um, exactly what you want to do with that pick. And and I I don't think there's anything wrong with making a decision that you want you know this guy or that guy, and you're going to try to figure out a way to make it happen. Well, related to that also, if you're the Texans, is learn the lesson from Ryan Pace and, and don't get caught in the trap of being fixated on one guy right. and one guy only, right? If you feel really strongly about Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and, and maybe someone else, right, Like then then just just let that come to you and, and figure out what that decision needs to be made on the last week of April and, and, and be ready to, to pull the trigger on that. Where one, I mean, there were so many fatal flaws in the Bears process of, of 2017, but one of them was – the belief that it was Mitch and Mitch only that, and that that's what, uh, you know, made that trade up necessary in Ryan Pace's mind because he convinced himself that he couldn't live with Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes or at the time Deshaun Kaiser is, as kind of like the, Oh man, we, we missed out on Mitch. We got to settle for one of these guys. And when you look back on it, it's ludicrous to think that they would have had a settle for Deshaun Watson or, or, or Patrick Mahomes. Right. And so, so if you're the Texans, you say, let's not get trapped into the idea that we have to choose one guy. If we like multiple guys, then let's like multiple guys and then let the board come to us and, and, and save some of our assets for building the team around this guy. And so we'll see how that shakes out. Great stuff, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot left to happen and a lot that could go down. And, and, you know, it's a good point to remember. In a way, maybe this helps the Bears if Tom's not in the picture and, you know, to me, well, he's more of a stopgap guy than he is. It's one more team that needs a quarterback. That's right. You open the door to all kinds of different possibilities because San Francisco is going to scramble now maybe to go to a different direction. You know what? We don't talk about Tampa Bay because of where they draft and what they have, but that's another team that needs a quarterback. <laughs> you, you just don't know how it's going to affect the dominoes uh, and will fall. And so I think, yeah, everything is in play. 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, that is the voice of Tom Brady, who um, he's sitting alone uh, on the beach, and it's raining, and he's got a tear in his eye. It looked like he hasn't shaved in a week. It's a really weird video, and you hear the airplane flying overhead and the water in the background. It's that, an odd setting that the, uh, for air, an announcement you know, the this wind. big. It's an odd oh. impulse to... It seems impulsive. It, it seems that way, but he has obviously been thinking about this for a long time. It just seems like a very unusual method to deliver such uh, big news because we are talking about a guy who is his own corporation, TB12. He has handlers. He has an extravagant, you know, lifestyle from from the outside looking in, and here he is. Looks like in a. Where is he? He's is he on at a the beach? beach. He's on a beach. Uh, it's raining, uh, and he's. I think he's in Miami. And that's, he's holding the iPhone himself. It appears. I, it, I'm telling you, he looks Very like strange. the loneliest man in America. It's so, really weird. Jeff Darlington, <laughs> who has known Tom Brady for a long time, reported on him for ESPN uh, over the years. He tweeted this out. Tom Brady informed the Bucks this morning at 6 o'clock he would be retiring. One aspect that Jeff Darlington says he's been mentioning for a while, that Tom Brady for months has implied to those close to him that it was either going to be a return to Tampa or retirement. Hmm. People uh, will have a tough time believing it, including those close to him, but he meant that. So it was Tampa or bust in the eyes of Tom Brady, or at least that was the message he was conveying to people close to to the Buccaneers, I think we never bought it because everybody outside of Tampa thought, boy, the 49ers make sense. We heard Dave Wanstead talk about the Titans, other possible scenarios. But apparently, no, he's going to go into the Fox booth and say, get out of my way, Greg Olson. Well, I hope he shaves before he goes in there. (laughs) (laughs) Or grow out a beard or something. But he... The guy looks like he's been on a spree. It's just you know a, what he needs? He needs a good night's sleep, he looks like. He does. He looks like he, he's he really does. every bit of 45 and then uh-huh. some 45 going on 65. Holy cow. So get some rest, Tom. Get some of your nutrients and whatever you, you put into your body. But, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> well, he's got the, the supplements. I know. TB12. He's a very disciplined eater. And that's the thing. that you, It's hard to relate to he's a 45 year old who at this point in time would be would be pondering what it would take to put himself in a position to be physically fit for a season at 46 45 years old and he's you know okay do i go for another shot of uh avocado tequila whatever he was drinking or do i just you know call it a day and and get out of here you are every time you drop back to pass. You are exposing your body to a potential car crash. Yeah, that's hard to believe. So 
when you watch the championship games on Sunday and you're Tom Brady and you're thinking, wow, you know, that's Hassan Riddick. I remember what that feels like. Oh, that's Chris Jones. Do I want to run away from him anymore? Yeah, that's a big ask. It, it, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he won a Super Bowl, and he could have walked away a few years ago on top, and he just kept going, and it's pretty extraordinary. But I can't imagine what what would he have to do to be able to play next year? It, it just it, does his body not recover as quickly? Do you think he still? Do you think he woke up and there's still bruises that he has from? I the I don't know enough to say this, but my sense would be that he's still at the point where he's physically and mentally exhausted exactly. by the season that he just completed. It wasn't that long ago, just a few weeks that the Buccaneers were eliminated, and so he's probably still in that processing mode. We heard from Aaron Rodgers yesterday in the Pat Pat McAfee show about how long it takes him to get in a position to even ponder what's next. He said he has to wait until after the Super Bowl because he can't watch football without thinking about his own, you know, he can't get away from it until after the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is, is again, for the second straight year on February 1st, breaking news of his retirement. Yeah, that's weird. I think it's true. I, I'm not, you know, he did, he said this is it, right? He said that he's done, and, and there's nobody that uh, – but it suggests that that he needs to get out of the house from. That's part of it as I'm well. We, I'm making a bad joke. Well, we'll never know what role that played in it. I, we can suspect, but we don't know. But it does suggest that these guys are such creatures of habit, especially somebody who is as disciplined as Tom Brady is. Right. You wonder if mentally on the, his, his calendar he had February first circled. I need to know my future by this. By the end of the month, I'll know if we get eliminated. And I, I don't. Isn't it weird it though, is kinda that odd. he doesn't like announce it to Jim Gray? He doesn't, you know what I mean? He, he has just all kinda, kinds of mechanisms he could have used. I, I, it's just strange. All various platforms he could have stepped on. He could have gone on Fox. How ticked off do you think Fox is? Oh my God. They they're, could have broken this story. They're paying him. Are they already paying him? Well, they're going to pay him. Well, they have the contract in place. He signed it, but I'm saying. But if you're his future employer and you're you're opening up your your yeah. uh, tw- Instagram account this morning and you're seeing Tom Brady on a sandy beach, <laughs> it's, a, it's a spit take. Why yeah. isn't he on our platform yes. breaking the news of the year? Ah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Very strange. It's very strange. But again, here you got to go look at this thing. The guy is like he's. He's on the beach. He's got the buildings behind him, the clouds overhead. Looks like it's a light rain, and he's he's uh, kind of crying as he tells, but you know. Let's just say you're describing it yeah. much more romantically and poetically than it, it comes across. It's very primitive in terms yes, of yes. A, a, a retirement announcement of this magnitude. He's unshaven. There's a <laughs> there's a plane overhead. The wind is is rustling by him. It is super weird that he's chosen to reveal it in this fashion. And you you worry that like tomorrow he's going to be like, what the hell did I what do? What did I do? I have some bender, you know. <laughs> I mean. What in the world is he doing making this announcement that way? I was sleeping way? on the beach. Yeah. I fell asleep. What happened? It was raining. It was so all I a dream, up. people. Sorry. Yeah. February Fool's and, uh, Day. The uh, rain falls on a grave and a, a, a crow flies by and uh, the poison lingers in the air. It's just a weird. It's just weird. Uh, it's, weird, Tom. Weird. 
very, very And it's strange. disappointing just because I wanted to fantasize about him going to. I love that You like idea. that story? I love that You're story. You're not usually one that falls for the story. Um, You're not usually you one know, that kind of gets in that whole no, idea. No, but where, I, there's something about, like, a guy that, that, you know, grew up in a place that he's been away from forever and – he, you know, went as a little kid into the stands and saw these games, and he comes back for one more year to help them. Again, he'd have to be a passenger. He couldn't be the the lead dog, but it would I, – I mean, it, let me ask you this. If they had Tom Brady in that game on uh, on Sunday, is that a much better game? They win that game. Yeah, maybe. They're in the but, Super Bowl. Yeah. I think so, they're in the Super Bowl. They have Tom Brady I, quarterback I, on I, Sunday. I, maybe you're right. Maybe Even you're right. 45-year-old Tom Brady. Well – I mean, pushing the right buttons, you know, they making they, the right passes. He's probably aging better than Josh Johnson. I'll give you that. And uh, he hasn't been on 13 well, teams. Well, I also think that if you have 45 year old Tom Brady in the pocket, Kyle Shanahan would not ask a backup tight end to block Hassan Reddick well, alone. There you go. That's exactly. You're right. going to protect That's your right. your your re- your your prize possession there better than they protected Brock Purdy. Ah, well, what are you going to do? It it is um it, it's. It's not embittering in any way. It's just, it, you know, I wish Tom could go on forever, but he probably should have retired when he first retired. And he's, he says specifically he has no regrets. Don't you think he probably has some regrets? Don't you think? I think anyone that says they have no regrets is yeah, fooling them themselves. I agree. Everybody I agree. lives with some degree of regret. I don't know if Tom Brady regrets coming back because if he needed to get it all out of his system, better him yeah. do that now than sit out a year, then come back at 46. I know, but, I mean, think about it. Like, wouldn't it be, you know, you wouldn't just be dropping the kids off at school or showing them a new school. You'd be with your missus, and you'd have your family, and they'd come home. Well, again, I don't, I just I don't, I don't want to go there because we all have right. no idea right. about the dynamics of that relationship. No, what we, we can tell you no. about is what the football dynamics were and I would see why he would want to come back after Bruce Arian would say goodbye and he would play for Todd Bowles, and that made a lot of sense. To We're going to bring in Coach Wanstead next. We'll talk to Dave about, uh, about this retirement and is it surprising and why am I surprised by it if the guy is 46 next year? It's crazy. But uh, that, there you have it, Mully and Hall on the score. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. Dave Onestead hanging out with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Kind of an emergency call to Coach Wanstead, and all guests appear on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Dave, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, fellas. Always, uh, always good to be jump on with you guys. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate it. And and your thought, Tom Brady, uh, the goat retiring. Well, my first thought was, you know, now we actually heard it from Tom, so we can all believe it that it's legitimate. But the, the second thought was, you know, for the greatest quarterback. Uh, you know, one of the greatest players, I guess you could reframe it, that's ever played our game. Uh, and he has all the trophies and rings to back it up. You know, it's 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 kind of a shame that, that he has to just do it on a, you know, on, on a little social media thing. And if it wasn't a uh, a little, little bigger deal for him as far as his retirement announcement. I mean, I, I kind of feel bad for him a little bit. Even 
but be quite honest with you, just because of, and I get it because of the debacle last year, retired, unretired, so forth. That he said it in the in the post that he didn't want to make a big deal of it, but it is kind of a shame that, as I said, for one of the greatest players to ever play our sport, that uh, you know that it's a thirty second little little held handheld video and that's it. Well, Dave, it also leaves the impression that it's somewhat impulsive, which I think if you're reading into it, you're wondering if it's something that impulsive, how binding is it, and how will he feel on June 1st or August 1st or next year when the games start in week one and he's in a booth looking down longingly at Blake Gabbert or who, Blaine Gabbert or whoever is taking his place in Tampa. I just wonder, do you think that this indeed is it and it will be – you know, retirement that he embraces. I, I do. And the only, I had no question that he was going to leave Tampa. Uh, but, you know, but the only uh, question that I had in my mind is would he go somewhere where he would, you know, a Josh McDaniels maybe where he knew the system and he could fit right in. I know there was some stuff buzzing around of him going back to New England where he knew the system and he could, because I'll tell you what, and I went through this with Dan Marino. You know, when my one of my first <laughs> things that I had to uh, deal with when I became the Dolphins coach was tell Dan Marino that we were changing the offense. We were going to hire Chan Daly. He, we, we were going to do a lot of movement stuff with the quarterback, and, and it was going to be a completely different uh, system, and it was going to take a lot of work, particularly at the quarterback, to learn this system in the offseason. And, you know, and, and I'm sure that we're, if Les Tom went to, to Vegas – uh, in his mind to stay and, and have to learn a new system and new coaches. You know, I, I saw, I, I, I was coaching the Dolphins when Tom played his first game. In fact, we, we played him in Miami, the first road game that he ever started. So I, and this year as I'm watching him and the frustration, you know, the guy looked like he lost weight. I mean, you could just see the stress and the drain in his face. He wasn't having any fun and he's, he doesn't need it. And he's smart enough. To, uh, to understand that enough is enough. Yeah, you know, it's amazing, uh, Coach, to think about the passage of time and the number of uh, Super Bowls he won and the, uh, the career that he had. It's just an extraordinary uh, thing. Um, did, I mean, I've, I've never, I guess George Blanda became a kicker. I've never heard of a quarterback playing to the age of 45. It's just extraordinary. I don't know that we'll see it again. And the career that he had, I, you know, you, it's it's almost like it's not just NFL history. It's probably like American sports history, what he managed to achieve. It's a it's a totally different level of career than, than one that is measured in football. And, you know, we, we also got to go back. You know, Tom started a – Oh, it would have been, what, probably 2001, maybe, mm. something like that, 99, yeah. 2000. Yeah. And uh, I'm just thinking back. And back in those days, think about this, fellas. I mean, I coached with the same mentality that I got, really, from Buddy Ryan, that if every time you line up, if the quarterback doesn't have the fear that he's going to get hit in the mouth, I don't know if we can play great defense. That was the mentality back then. And – uh, with Trace Armstrong and Jason Taylor and some of those guys, I mean, Tom Brady was getting hit, fellas. It's not like today's game. So he went through the first, you know, eight, ten years of his career where there's no telling how many times that the guy was knocked to his knees and physically beat up, you know, different than the quarterbacks of today. 
So, you know, we can't lose sight of that. I mean, this guy has sustained, you know, it's just not, uh, it's not going into the office every day until you're 45. I mean, this guy was physically beat up and and beat up pretty good uh, and and able to to sustain and to accomplish at the highest levels. Just amazing. It truly is. Dave, from a football perspective, you mentioned yesterday the Titans were a possibility for Tom Brady, given the relationship with Vrabel. We have talked about the 49ers because of his connection to the Bay Area. What do you think this does now to those two teams and others that might have considered the possibility of Tom Brady coming to town? Well, I I, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's never done till it's done, and most of these football people understand that. So they're, they're going to have to take another course. I mean, they're, they're, this was not – they didn't have all their eggs in the Tom Brady basket is what I'm trying to say. They, they had other options. Dave, just uh, just to put a, a bow on it, is he the best quarterback that you've seen? Was Joe Montana a better quarterback? Is there any way of uh, of figuring out where he stands in the history of the league? I, I think he's the best, and I've faced them all from Dan Marino to Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, you, you name, yeah. you know, Joe Montana, as you mentioned him, Steve Young's Warren Moons. Uh, yes, Tom is because of uh, – of winning championships. And, you know, the thing about Tom Brady, and, and I talk to people inside New England, and I am very close with people inside the box. And when Tom, be, before the last year, okay, and particularly that Super Bowl run at Tampa, when he was all in, and it was, it was the old Tom Brady, when he walked into the building, you know, he created a sense of urgency within the building that it didn't make any difference if you were the weight coach or if you were the trainer or if you were the equipment manager or assistant coach, it didn't matter. When you walked in the building, you better, you better have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed because Tom, you know, he just had that, that uh, air about him uh, that he was there for business and everybody better be on the top of their game because you knew that he was. And I think that that is what people talk about behind the scenes, that you don't coach that. You know, you don't coach that. I mean, it's, it's something that, uh, that, that Tom was born with. And, uh, and it really, he made everybody around him a lot better, a lot like Michael Jordan, obviously. Dave, you're the best. Thank you so much for jumping on. Thanks, Dave. Okay, okay guys. Talk to you. Bye-bye. That is Coach Wanstead. Just uh, a remarkable. He did coach against all of them. And, and- and Tom, and you know that? why he remembered uh, the October seventh, two thousand and one. He beat Tom Brady thirty to ten. Tom Brady was twelve of twenty four in that loss, Patriots to the Dolphins. So they they would fondly remember that day. And I think a lot of people felt after that game, guys got no chance, no chance. It's all over. <laughs> We're gonna bring in Stacy Dales. We'll talk to her next. Molly and Hall on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 